So on today's episode, I want to talk about a few things. We're almost at the trade deadline, so I definitely want to talk about the rumor mill and a few players that are on the trading block or that I've heard rumors about them being traded, and I want to give you guys my opinion on those things. We're also going to be talking about some of the best rookies of the season so far. Obviously, we've talked about um, the rookies throughout throughout you know the episodes that I've recorded but today I wanted to definitely focus in on at least the top five rookies that are on my list right now that I've that I've been watching. And of course, as always, I got to give you guys my Knicks and Dimes segment for all my loyal Knicks fans out there. We had a, a very exciting game last night against the Brooklyn Nets, and I definitely want to give you guys my thoughts on that. So stay tuned. So let's get right into it. The NBA trade deadline is quickly approaching on March 25th is the deadline and there's a there's a lot of different names that are being thrown around that um that I just really wanted to kind of just give my opinion on especially when it comes to them those players and my team of course the New York Knicks but where I think these uh players would probably be best fit where that I where I've heard that they'd be going and you know if I think that is a, it's a good idea for that team to actually trade for them so I'm looking at the room right now, and the first player that catches my eye is Terry Rozier. I'm hearing that the, the Clippers have a strong interest in trading for Terry Rozier, and I must say, I'm all for it. First of all, I've always liked Terry Rozier's game since he was in, in Boston, and he went Game 7 with Cleveland. Uh, he showed me, he, he showed that he's fearless, he's a bucket you know, obviously at that time, he was not, I mean, he's still not on Kyrie Irving's level, but he definitely stepped up when Kyrie was down and, and put the team, I wouldn't say on his back, but he basically played up to the played up to the level, and he definitely is earning his contract in Charlotte right now. Um, I guess I can understand why they're trying to trade him with LaMelo playing so well, which I'll get into the rookies in a little bit. I guess I can understand why they want to, want to trade him, because when they were drafting LaMelo, I was already sure that they were going to have an issue with having Terry Rozier there, Devontae Graham, and LaMelo. Even though they've been all doing great this season, I knew that th this wasn't going to last. So I'm all for the Clippers trying to get Terry Rozier, especially because I know they have Pat Bell, who's, who is a great defender. They have Reggie Jackson. But I don't necessarily think either one of them are a true point guard. And mind you, I don't even think necessarily Terry Rozier is a true point guard, but I do think that he's going to be more 
uh, so what's the word I'm looking for? He's going to be more productive at the point guard position than those two have been. In terms of defensively, I think Terry Rozier is a dog. You know, I think he'll get after it. I'm not necessarily sure who's better, uh, who's a better defender between him and and Pat Bev, but I think that'd be a great pickup for them. Now, in terms of what they're going to be giving away, I'm not sure about that. I haven't really read into it too much, but I imagine that the Clippers are going to probably have to give something up. And for Charlotte, I'm assuming they're going to probably want to pick up maybe a, a pick or two, or a, I mean, not a pick or two, but at least a draft pick and another vet that you can put on your team to play with the younger guys. So who knows? They might try to, they might try to get Batum to come back to to Charlotte. Who knows? I doubt it. But um, I really want. I'm really interested in seeing how that plays out. Uh, I'm still growing down the the rumor mill right now, and I wanted to talk about Andre Drummond. Usually, I want to leave all of the Knicks talk for the Knicks and Dime segment. But again, I think I mentioned that the Knicks were in the talks of uh, for Andre Drummond as well as the Raptors. Obviously, Brooklyn ended up getting Blake, so I'm not sure they're necessarily in the hunt for Andre Drummond again. But I think that Andre Drummond, in this NBA, many people will probably say that you know he's becoming obsolete, but I think right now we're moving to a, a, a size game again. Uh, with the Brooklyn Nets, even though they're necessarily... Even though they're not necessarily small... I think that the Lakers showed with AD that, you know, size matters. And Andre Drummond is going to be a hot commodity for a lot of teams that maybe have a lot of uh, smaller guys, a lot of wing players. I'm not sure if Boston is interested, but I think that Boston should definitely be in the conversations to try to get somebody like Andre Drummond to clog the paint. You know, if you're going to have, I know they're going after guys like Jeremy Grant, which I thought was a great, great uh, idea for Boston but I don't necessarily think that they have their center spot solidified. If they really want to make a true run for a championship, you, I don't think they're going to necessarily be able to do it with just the, the elite wing players that they have in Jalen and Jason. So Andre Drummond is somebody that I would love for Boston to go after. Not necessarily New York. Even though I'm, if, if New York were to go after Andre Drummond... I'd probably end up preferring to give up Nerlens Noel and keeping Mitchell Robinson probably coming off the bench, but I think Mitchell Robinson is a stud and he deserves to be a starter. So I'm not necessarily interested in having Andre come over yet. Uh, somebody I wanted to talk about was Chris Stapps for Zingas, man. I heard his name coming up a few times, but after going through the room mill, Cuban, Mark Cuban says that he's not on the trading, black, trading block. But I just think it's funny that, you know, he was traded to Dallas, and everybody was like, oh, New York lost because we ended up trading Dennis Smith. And to be honest, they've been dealing with a lot of injuries with, with Porzingis, which he's always kind of had to deal with throughout his career. So I'm not wishing any injury or a will towards him, but I wouldn't be surprised if he's not on Dallas for the rest of his career. And, you know, that's, I mean, but I guess that's left to be to be said. Another player that came up in conversation with the Knicks as well as the Clippers, the Hornets, and the Pelicans, is Miles Turner. Now, I'm not sure that the Pacers are looking to trade, but he came up, and I just thought that would be interesting because as much as not, again, as much as I love, you know, Mitchell and Nerlens Noel, they're on the team. If we were to get somebody like Miles Turner, I think that he would be, he would be a great fit. One, especially because of the culture that New York is building over there. 
with their defense. The Clippers is another team with their defense. I think that he would fit perfectly because he's leading the NBA in shot blocking right now. So any team he goes to, that they're definitely going to feel his presence. And if it's a team that's already defensive-minded, then it's only going to elevate them and make them even better. So I think that Miles Turner is somebody I would definitely keep my eye on. I'm hoping that the Knicks continue to, to eyeball him. The Lakers are looking at him too, which I think is a great pickup for the Lakers because they've shown that they need they need some size. With Anthony Davis being out, uh, Marcus Gasol obviously didn't, isn't, isn't working out like they thought it would. I can't even think off the top of my head of who else is on their team as the bigs. So I think that Miles Turner would be a great, great, great addition and would definitely change the trajectory of the Lakers this season because initially this season I had the Lakers winning the championship. But currently, I don't even know if the Lakers are going to go to the finals. So adding somebody like Miles Turner could definitely change that a bit. Let's see. I'm going to continue to go down a little bit. Another person that is popping up is Aaron Gordon. I forgot. I'm pretty sure a few teams, I think like Portland, was interested in Aaron Gordon. And I'm not really sure why. I thought that uh, Portland, speaking of Andre Drummond, that's another player that I think that would be a great addition to the Portland team. You know, as much as I think uh, Yusuf Nurkic is a great, a great center, he hasn't been able to stay healthy. And... Unfortunately, that's the one of the best abilities, like I've always said, that's one of the best abilities that you can have. And if and if that's not what you're going to be able to do for this team, then I think it may be time for someone else to step up to the plate. And a guy like Denver could help on both ends of the court for, for Portland. Defensively, re- rebounding the ball, clogging the paint, and offensively, he's going to be able to clean up the glass and, and get you a lot of putbacks. So... Portland is a team, I, would, I think, honestly, out of all the, play, out of all the teams that I just mentioned... I think Portland's probably the best fit or the best place for Andre Drummond to go right now, especially if he's trying to compete for a championship, you know, not trying to go somewhere where he his minutes would be restricted. I think that if he goes to Portland and plays, he's going to most likely have that starting center position and he's going to contribute to winning basketball. So with that being said, I don't want to go down this whole list and talk about every single play in the NBA, but those are just a few players that I could think of or that I see here that, you know, I think would be interesting to see where they end up just before I move on. Let me just make sure there's no, you know, other really big name that I may be forgetting about, but I'm pretty sure those are the only ones. Yeah, I think that's, that's it for those that I want to talk about. But anyway, moving on, the rookies, man, this the rookies this season have been doing their thing and... Some of them have been surprising me. Some of them are doing exactly what I expected them to do. But I guess we might as well just kick it off and talk about my guy LaMelo Ball. I don't know how many times I've mentioned him on the show, but I'm officially a part of the LaMelo Ball fan club. This kid is continued to impress, continues to, to be the front runner for the rookie of the year. And he's doing things that I was not really expecting him to be doing so early on. In his career the way his shooting percentage is at I think 38% from three mind you this kid like the way he shoots is so unorthodox I was not expecting it to be that good but he's shut me up and made me a fan and I'm, I'm rooting for him especially now that he's been able to like prove so many doubters wrong and just the confidence that he plays with I'm definitely rooting for him but but that that's a given that LaMelo obviously isn't a the conversation for top uh, rookies. 
But besides LaMelo, Tyrese Halliburton, man, uh, one of the guys that, honestly, looking back, and I, and I hate to say this, anyone that knows me knows that I don't really ever like talking about my Knicks players, unless you're out for pain, joking, joking, joking. Um, but Obi, man, Obi Toppin, I don't feel like he's necessarily lived up. Granted, it's still very early in his career, but just based on what I'm seeing in the eye test, I really think that we should have probably drafted Tyrese Halliburton. We really had, like, he's been killing, he's been doing his thing for for Sacramento. And I hate saying stuff like that because, you know, Obi's my guy. Obi's a Nick. He's our, he's our rookie. But I still feel like he has a lot to show me. Now, again, initially in the beginning of the season, RJ wasn't shooting as good as I thought he was going to be shooting. He turned it on. He's turned it on. Again, I don't want to harp on the Knicks, but I I think that Obi has, still has a lot of room for growth. But I'm not necessarily sold on his game. There's nothing about his game besides his athleticism that really makes me feel like he's going to be great. Frank Nilakina, like some people may, you know, be listening to this and be like, what about Frank? Frank, I've always said this from jump. He's already shown me since his rookie year that he's going to be a great, great defender. And OB doesn't even have that yet. So that makes me really question what he's going to be. He doesn't really show me he has much moves. His confidence isn't really there yet. But Tyrese Halliburton, on the other hand, he's doing it all. Shooting, playmaking, scoring, everything that they need right now, he's he's doing that. And he's right now, I think he's second in the in the rookie ladder. So a part of me wishes we might have drafted him because if you know we would have had our point guard won. And chances are we could have probably still had Emmanuel quickly coming off the bench. Who knows? Who knows where we would have went? If we would have decided to take Tyrese Halliburton, but that's definitely a, another rookie that has caught my attention, and I'm and I'm paying attention to, you know, how good this kid turns out to be. I'm trying to see who else on this list. Another rookie that's come up, Sadiq Bay out of Detroit. Man, I was watching his game the other day against, well, one obviously against New York. But his game, he's pretty tough. Detroit, they have a few tough guys. They got Isaiah, Isaiah Stewart out there as well. And I think that they really are building a, a bad boys Pistons team over there with the, all the tough guys that they're drafting. Obviously, we haven't been able to see Killian Hayes play much this season. But I'm really liking what I see out of, uh, out of Sadiq Bey. He's a, you know, a, a wing player that can shoot the ball, uh, play defense, get to the basket, get draw fouls. And I'm really looking forward to seeing what he becomes. I'm not necessarily saying that he's going to become a superstar, but that's somebody I would definitely keep my eye out on if you haven't been paying attention to Sadiq Bey. But anyway, uh, we're going to just move right into the Knicks and Dimes segment because I'm not going to lie, the time is moving and I don't want to miss the Knicks game. So yesterday the Knicks had a basketball game against the Brooklyn Nets. And I must say we held our own. We held our own. I went into the game not being super confident that we were going to win this game. Even with a KD being out with Kyrie and James Harden, that was enough. I, I still feel like Brooklyn is overloaded with talent right now, which is never a bad thing, I guess, when you're going for a championship. But I went into the game not super confident in the squad. And there were parts of the game where I really thought that, like, well, 
this is exactly why I didn't, this is exactly what I thought was going to happen, right? They were down by 18 at some point. And I was confused. I mean, not necessarily confused, but I was, I was a little, I guess, sad about it. I thought the Knicks were going to put up a better performance. And did they? Did they? They showed up in the second half, man. They came back. They were down 18 at the end of the third quarter. And by the fourth quarter, they turned it on. Turned it on. Started playing lockup defense. And I must say, I'm proud of the squad, man. People are still doubting us. And I'm happy that game was on ESPN so people could watch. This team is gritty. They don't give up. They fight. And, and I couldn't be more proud of it, even though we lost. And uh, it came out today that the, the call yesterday on Julius Randle was actually a travel, which I didn't agree with at the time. I still don't necessarily know if that was the right call. But whatever the case, I'm happy with how the game turned out. You know, it came down to the last second shot. And we didn't even, we didn't, the rest didn't even give us an opportunity to get a, a last second shot. But the fact that we were still in the game, kudos to the guys. Kudos to RJ Barrett. Kudos to IQ for getting his first start. I'm not necessarily sure he's going to keep that spot because, you know, we still got Alfred Payton and Derrick Rose out. But he played with confidence. And, and, I, and I love that about him. Unlike, you know, Obi, who I don't even, I think he played a little bit, but I think <laughs> Coach Thibodeau didn't even let him play too much because. I don't know what it is about his game, man. Sometimes he just comes out and he just doesn't have it. I'd much rather, honestly, be giving those minutes to Kev, Kev Knox. If he's if he's been playing well, if he's earned it, I think that Kevin, when he's coming to the game, his shot has been there all season. So I think that he should start getting a few more of those minutes. But besides that, man, I think that, like again, back to the game, I think that the game would have been a lot closer if, obviously, all of our players were healthy. But... With that being said, obviously, if Brooklyn had their healthy team, they would have been a lot better as well with Kevin Durant and Blake Griffin being out. So I can't wait until these guys match up again. I know they will. Obviously, we're in the same division. And right now, shoot, Brooklyn is sitting at number two and New York is sitting at the number seven spot. So the chances of them meeting are very realistic in the playoffs. I would not be surprised if they if they did meet in the playoffs. And I would love it because I think that Brooklyn... They have a lot of offense, but they don't necessarily have a lot of defense. So they have a lot of offense, but they don't have a lot of defense. So I think that could play in our favor when it comes to the playoffs. But I'm not necessarily saying that we can we're gonna beat them, but I think that we can make it very difficult for them or any other team in the Eastern Conference as long as we play the defense that we've been playing. And with the guys that we got, like RJ Barrett, by the way, who had a season high the other night, I'm not necessarily sure. I don't think he, he did that before my last episode. So I definitely didn't mention it. But my guy had his season high of 31 points or 32 points the other night against Oklahoma. I keep telling people, stop sleeping on RJ. He's 20 years old. He's 20 years old. He In the last, what, 20-something games now, he's shooting above 50% from the three-point line. Like, watch out for that kid, man. I always said the more he plays, the more comfortable he gets and the better he's going to continue to get. He's only 20 and he's, and he's plays fearless. He gets to the basket at will. He's strong and he's only going to get better and wiser. So watch out for R.J. Barrett. Julius Randle is another one. I think we're finally starting to build our core of, of tough, tough guys that can get to the paint. Right. All we need to do now is surround them with great shooters. We already got IQ. Reggie Bullock has been doing his thing. I think we're going to make some trades. I'm not sure who we're going to get. Honestly, I like the team we have now. If we didn't make any trades, I'd be happy. But if we did, I trust that the front office is going to do make trades that, that play in our favor. So right now, I think we're in a great spot, man. 
I think we're in a great spot. So I'm hoping that we continue to keep it up. We're obviously in the second half of the season now. Things are getting revved up. We got another tough game tonight against the Philadelphia 76ers. I'm hoping that we could take that. And yeah, man, I'm wishing them the best of luck. This episode was going to be a little shorter because, again, I've been having a lot of technical difficulties with my computer. I definitely need a new computer soon. But I just wanted to make sure I at least recorded something for this week to stay consistent with you guys. Thank you for listening. With that being said, that's the episode, y'all. See y'all next week. Thank you.